Sometimes the scholars who put the lectionary together try to relate the first reading with the gospel, of course. I think the only connection today is that David's mentioned. So let's go with David. How David um, did something unusual. He went in, when his men were hungry and he was in a battle, uh, he went into the temple to take the bread that's only offered in the temple for the priests and he ate it and he gave some to his men. So he was out of character. But that's the connection between the story that is David. And in the first reading of Samuel, we have that almost the conclusion of the story of Saul. Remember Saul being, being called to be king? But Saul didn't live up to his, his role as a king. And sometimes David didn't either, but that's another piece of the story. God has his eye on you. And if we are cooperative with God, the life we get into, the career, the person, the family, the, the, the ministry we get into is God's will. But we don't know that unless we really discern and really choose to, to focus. Now, as, as I look around, this is early Mass, and most, most of you are retired, so you've already experienced many aspects of your life and your career, and, and if you are retired, you've looked back on it and received the rewards of that career. Some of you are not retired, you're, and you're still in middle life, and working toward the fulfillment of your career. But I think God... If we look at ourselves, there's that phrase in uh, job seeking, if you love the work you do, you, you, you never work a day in your life. And, and I think that's very true, um, both on a secular market and also within the church, within faith. If we choose the career that God has put there before us, and it's not clear, it's, it's like going this way and going that way sometimes to, to get it, we'll be happy. And sometimes the career is something that you would never think about or that would come down by accident. But God, I think, puts in each of us a person, a, a soul, a, an instinct to seek out what's best for us now we're only talking about careers, to seek out what's best for us that would be more most fulfilling for us. I hope that has happened to all of you. Um, and certainly the story today in the Holy Scriptures. Don't forget, Samuel is the prophet that God is sending to his people. He's the end of the period of judges, and now there's, a monarchy is going to be established. Saul had it for a while, but he screwed up badly. So God chooses someone else. So he says, go, go to Jesse's home. He has a bunch of sons. And one of those sons, and you heard that reading, one of those sons is going to be the next king of Israel. Um, you can anoint him. You bring the oil and you pour it on his head. So if we judge by appearance, not prayerfully, not with instinct and, and soul-searching, we're going to make a mistake in life. Judge, it's just, don't judge a book by its cover. Same thing. 
So he goes there and he says to the father of these kids, um, line up your boys because one of them is being chosen by God to be a great leader. Now they're, they're the farmers, there's a okay. So he brings some of his sons, all, almost all of his sons out. There's one in the, in the field, he's taking care of the sheep, he's a young kid, you know, he, he's, not a, he's not a contender in the mind of his father and in the mind of Samuel. But God doesn't inspire Samuel to anoint any of the boys that are lined up. And one is strong, and one is good-looking, and one is bright, and they all have great characteristics, but just not hitting him. So he says to the father, is there anybody else? And the father said, well, there's, there's, there's uh, David. He's out in the fields taking care of the sheep, but you don't want him. Bring him in. As soon as David comes before Samuel, the Spirit of God fills him, fills Samuel. Now, this happens to you and me. We, we may down, down it, we may uh, minimize it, but God's Spirit does speak to us. But we've got to discern, we've got to be in prayer with him and, and know, again, the signs of the times, the families that we're in, to choose what's best and what's right. So as soon as David comes in, the Spirit of God goes into Samuel and tells him, that's the one, anoint him. He's the least, the, the most inappropriate one, but God chose him. God chose him and he is anointed. It's a great experience for us in our lives to be open, now this applies to us at any age, to be open in making choices, to be open to the Holy Spirit. And my mantra, my prayer every day and in every situation is from the Lord's Prayer, your will be done. And once you believe that, or as I definitely believe, well, once we believe that, it's less me and more God. In whatever the decision is, whatever the, the, the next action is, your will be done. I'll give you a story. I always have to give you a little of my own story. Uh, when I was in high school, I was always in trouble. I was, God blessed me with intelligence, but he challenged me with sarcasm. So I was always sarcastic. I was always doing something wrong. It was a Catholic school, and it was an Irish Catholic school, and I'm an Italian, big mouth, and it, it, it didn't work. It was oil and water. Um, well, maybe oil and Guinness at that time, but anyway. Um, so I was always in trouble. I was a good student, but I was always in trouble. And because I was a good student, I was in certain classes, and my pals, girls and boys, we always got along, and we were always in trouble together. So one day, um, I don't know what I did, and the principal, oh, the principal knew about it, and over the PA system, I hear, Skirty, get to the office. There was only one Skirty, and that was me. So I go down, leave my homeroom teacher, go to the office, and she's screaming at me for doing something wrong. And, you know, the, the instigator in me and the uh, sarcasm in me she answered her. She says, what do you think you're going to, because I'm a senior now, what do you think you, what are you going to do when you get out of here? Because she's, it's, you know, she was convinced I'm going to be a total failure. So I said, and this was, this was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, but I, I didn't know that. In total sarcasm, I'm being yelled at. What are you going to be when you get out of here? How, what are you going to go to college? Blah, blah, blah. So I said, 
I'm going to be a priest. Well, she screamed at me, because now I'm, I'm being sacrilegious. She said, they'd have to be scraping the bottom of the barrel to accept you. <laughs> so, okay. I went back, told my home teacher what Sister Daniel told, told me, and, and life went on. Well, toward the end of that year, in the springtime, we got our acceptance letters to college. And Sister Rosemarita would write our name on the blackboard, Louis Skirty, particular college, anybody, whoever got acceptance, she was always very proud of us. So I come in and I hand her my letter and I was accepted to Seton Hall Divinity School, which meant my road to be a priest. It was early seminary. So I got it, I gave her the letter and, and I had applied to two schools. One, Seton Hall, and, if, and I checked off Divinity, which meant I would go prepare for the priesthood, and the other, Jersey City State College, and I checked off Art. And I would, whichever one came first, I would go to. That's how I discerned the Holy Spirit in my senior year. So, Seton Hall came first, I showed Sister Rose, and she said, now go to the office and show the principal. And I don't think so, I don't want to do that. Go to the office and show the principal. So I knocked on her door. What do you want, Skirty? She was always very nice. She, what do you want, Skirty? And I said, they're scraping bottom. <laughs> so, so when God wants you, God gets you.